take his place. Legally forbidden from commenting on this situation. <laughs> I, I would I'm love sorry. to know why. Why are you not allowed? Because <laughs> he's welcome to Dunstan Checks Man. This is the podcast where we talk about the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In. We analyze it minute by minute, and we pair each of those minutes with a film. I'm Emily Monkey Town. I'm Lord Andrew. And we are very proud with us with us to have us a guest today. For us. That's correct. With us, for us. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Biggity Cole. Right? Biggity? No, it's the wrong word. No, I'm trying to say the word that you guys said earlier. Ah, I wanted my nut doesn't text in name to be like Biggity or no, the the word that we oh, said. Rigaby. Rigaby! <laughs> there it is! Rigaby Cole! Hello. That's some pre-show knowledge. That's a a pre-show deep cut right there. You are welcome. Uh, uh, Cole, you're you're on some other you know shows. Oh, absolutely! I didn't know if we were plugging that right now. You just say them right now. We'll you get plugged in later. (laughs) Yeah. So if you recognize my voice, I'm Cole from the Ready Set Geek podcast on the Geek Say What Network. I torture JPG and Alex as we introduce a bunch of geekdoms for you. I'm also on Twitch on Saturday Night Geek. I do that with Jesse Pickering. Um, and that is, we just talked about the latest um, geek pop culture news. Um, and actually, Andrew was just on Ready, Say Geek when we did Detective Pikachu. Yeah, that'll be coming out the same week as this. So yeah. Yeah. You, it, it's you get a double dose of us. Double dose of heirlooms. Oh, boy. You'd have to listen to the Pikachu to understand I, that I understand one. that listen reference. Listen to the Pikachu. Listen to the Pikachu. Yeah. Listening to the Pikachu. Uh, that sounds weird, actually. I'm not going to do that anymore. Okay. Let's Did stop. you say it's minute 33? Minute 33. The old 3-3. Three, three. Uh, and it's been paired. you got to pay like $1,000 a year or whatever to get into this club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually a lot more than that. And I, I figured it, I didn't. Yeah. I had no idea what the real number was. And uh, you can't get in for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah. I knew that. Um. Cole, what is your familiarity with Dunstan Checks In? Oh, my God. Well, Dunstan Checks In to me was a movie that I loved as a kid. And I actually, I wish I still had it, but um, I had a button, Dunstan Checks In, that I got from going to the movie in the theaters. Wow. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So that's why when you're like, we're doing Dunstan Checks In, I was like, no fucking way. (laughs) All right. Um, I have forgotten so much of this movie. But the when I watched this minute, it was like when you see like a cartoon character's eyeball like get very big <laughs> as yeah. they remember everything. Yeah. It's, <laughs> now Dear in the God. room. Let's just, <laughs> Cole, let's discuss what just happened. Yeah, in so, the room. What's up? <laughs> okay. I don't think that picked up on Mike. I think you held your mic away. I did hold my mic away. But in purpose, the room. I was trying to be quiet. <laughs> we can hear the massive... Chug that you did out of your water jug. Yeah, it was, it was insane. It was really different. Like trying to explain, like, oh, that's how I know Dunson checks in, and then Emily's like deep throating like this Kirkland like twenty gallon water bottle. I'm not gonna lie, that was on purpose because I, I thought it would be funny. Head back, and this is a big jug. I probably took down a good. Sixth of a gallon You're right now? You're going to have to pee in ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to take a break. Bathroom is right over there. Cool. Thank you. That's my secret, Andrew. I always have to pee. <laughs> You're like the Polk. <laughs> now, let's, let's stop. Let's take, a, let's take a pause. Oh, that's the pause? That's let's, the line? Well, let's analyze that joke. Oh, we're going to analyze the, the joke. The Polk, you said. <laughs> yes. The, the, the pee hole. Yes. Oh, okay. You understand. 
I thought it was pretty self-explanatory until we had to go into deeper things. I just really wanted to highlight the joke and make Andrew sit in it for a second. I want you to really yeah. think about what you've done. And then sit in uh, the pee. Um, so does, does the pork turn yellow? <laughs> do you... This is maybe when our you, loosest episode yet. When you go to the bathroom, does it... Do you, like, deplete? Does it, like, how you... Be, it's like the... Hey, sun's going down. <laughs> um, I don't know where we are in this bit. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. So it's very appropriate that the Hulk would come up, or or his cousin, the Hulk, um, uh, because we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy at some point. That's true. Yeah, we are. Uh, so, Cole, because this is you chose this film to pair with this minute. I did. Specifically. Uh, we're going to discuss the minute, and at whatever point that you feel it's appropriate for us to switch into discussing Guardians of the Galaxy... You let it be known, and we will just start talking about Guardians of the Galaxy and get back to the minute whenever we're done there. Oh, okay. Um, like, do you want for when I discover, like, this is when I instantly hit, like, oh, this was Guardians of the Galaxy, or just when I'm like, you know what, let's just talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. I think the first one. I mean, sure. Oh, okay. All right, minute 33. Yeah. Here we go. Good night, Mom. The old Jesus minute. Huh? Jesus died when he was 33. Well, I've heard some scholars say it could have been anywhere between like talk, 30 and 30. Have you heard the good news? I didn't know that we had an exact age. Did you not? I didn't. I, I was, really thought I'm it was just like, you, scholars he had a thought beard. it was between 30, 30 and 33, you know? Yeah, 33 is the famous one that everyone says. Well, because they, people who, Bible people like numbers, you know? Yeah. And so three repeating is like... It's like cracked to them. Whenever there's a seven, they're just like, oh, fuck, it's Jesus. Yeah, they love like, sevens. They love sevens. <laughs> they do. They love sevens so much, they made that many sins. They made those sins. Yeah. Where there was, was Whoever wrote they the Bible sins. wrote five. Yeah. And then the Bible people came later and said, we need two more. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, I know which two it is, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to guess which sins seem fucking fake. Uh, um, I'm going to guess <laughs> lust and sloth. No, sloth and is a real one. I'll never reveal. <laughs> no. I'll never. You'll never know. They too. They both feel too good to be <clears throat> a sin. That's right. We're talking about vices today <laughs> on Dunstan Jackson. <laughs> oh boy! See now that would be appropriate if if we ever if the minute was ever paired with vice. Or inherent vice. Sure. Oh wow. Or We've been talking about vices on those two episodes. Yeah. Could I Miami Vice? Sure. <laughs> those are the episodes Miami we're going to talk about vices. And then talking about vice, I just feel like someone who'd be like, "Yeah, we're going to talk about Miami Vice. Roll up the sleeves." So your sins. What? what? <laughs> I'm so not ready. Um. <clears throat> so this following up on the last minute. This is where um, Kyle. Uh, his dad had just talked to him. You know, it was it was. We agreed. We all agreed. It was an odd, reassuring moment. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. It was too yeah. sincere. And um, as he's leaving, uh, this is now where we pick up, and he overhears his son turn to a picture of his mother, yeah. and say goodnight, mom. Now, the first two times I watched this minute, mm. I happened to look away when it cut to the picture. Sure. So oh. I just kind of saw him gesturing to that side of the room. Yeah. And I thought for just a second. Is Kyle saying goodnight, Mom, to his sticker of the Fantastic Four's Ben Grimm to be on fair, the wall? I almost picked Fantastic Four because, because of that oh. sticker. Yeah. Uh -uh. And the Spider-Man shirt that he's wearing right now? Yeah. Big Spider fan, this kid. 
Uh, and also, upon reviewing this minute, there are actually two Ben Grimm stickers on the wall, but still oh. none of the other Fantastic Four are represented. He really likes the thing. He loves the thing. I wonder if that was, uh, but you know, some of the uh, the art department or whatever was like, oh, this kid befriends, you know, an ape, so that means he likes things that are monsters. So the thing is, uh, he's monstrous. Mm-hmm. So oh. uh, I, I think maybe in an early draft they also had the, the kid was a big fan of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Go. And, uh, you know, the associated properties, what such else? as Frankenstein, the DC character. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing to say about that. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, That's so, a perfectly cromulent uh, connection. I do want to talk about this picture of mom. Yeah. It's a picture of her graduating. That's what it looks like. But do you think it's high school or college? College. It. It. I don't think it really matters because I, I, I couldn't tell. I think it does matter. For the 90s, <laughs> I want to say it was probably high school, to be honest. What do you mean for the 90s? Well, just because... <laughs> College was like, yeah, we're all going to college, but it was um, like back then it was like, yeah, it's graduation. Everything was high school. For me, no, I'm sorry. What do you mean? 90s 90s was high school graduate. It was always like the teen dramas, teen this, teen that. You weren't, I mean, unless you were super smart, you weren't in college in your teens. No. I... (laughs) I'm going to sidestep that. Okay. No, No, I can't (laughs) Why do you... <laughs> why do you? Ha- why does it have to be a T? And just because I, it's the nineties? Because it's always the ni- it's Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Not another teen movie. Um, she's all that. Any Freddie Prince Jr. movie. Here's what I want us to do. You're I want us- teens were big in the nineties. Yes. I want us to do. This is a, a thought experiment. I oh. want each. We're I'm, we're all going to count down from three. Okay. And then we're going to each say how old we think Kyle is. Kyle Who, the kid. Kyle the kid. Yeah. Okay. The kid okay. Kyle who's in bed in this minute. Okay. Okay. Do, do you, each of you have a number? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Three, two, two one, eight. six. Hey, that's a spread. <laughs> that's an even spread. Wait, six, okay. eight, and ten. Ew. So that's a spread. <laughs> There's a lot of difference between six and ten. There's though, a also. giant There's difference. A huge world of difference. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old kids are ever. Yeah. Is, that, is something I will say. Mm-hmm. How, do, how confident do, do you two feel guessing the age of, of children? Oh, not at all. Zero. Not <laughs> not. A, yeah. Because the thing is, is like he may be older, but he's portraying someone younger, and that is just throwing me off. If it's well, here's like, why I went the youngest of the three of us. Mm-hmm. Kyle's dumb as shit. Mm-hmm. Kyle's a real fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. And if he's any older than six, <laughs> you know. <sighs> I mean, I I don't know. I I like between eight and ten. Uh huh. I didn't think much younger than eight. A seven, I could believe. Six feels a little too young to me. Yeah, six feels like he's he would trade in the monkey for like for um for uh, <laughs> fruit snacks for fruit snacks. That's what I was trying to say. How many but fruit it, snacks is this monkey worth? Yeah, I'll I'll give you this for that. Okay. What do you mean, trade in the money? <laughs> like, you know how the fruit snacks. Do you guys talk about the rest of the movie, cool. or do you only talk about the one minute? We can we, talk about the rest of the movie. We can talk about well, the rest of the movie. Because now he's trying to get the money back. Yeah. So he would have been like, do you have fruit snacks? Like, he would have inst or juice box to talk about some other stuff. Like, I think Lord Rutledge would have murdered this child if he could. <laughs> I, that's not a joke. This is this character is so evil. I believe he, maybe in the past he has murdered a child. You it's think just child murder is on. T- you it's have in no. His Repertoire. Yeah. You have no idea what I've done to the cousins in the past. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
All right. So my whole point of that he was, was nine years old at time of filming. Okay. Oh, see, in but, between us. Yeah, but he is playing younger, I think. So all three of us were right. <laughs> kind of, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Sure. If, I can't remember within the film if they say an actual age for him. But um, I thought, Cole, what you were getting at was that the mother was a teen mom. Was that you were trying to get at? Well, I thought no. That, weirdly, I thought that's what you were getting at. I thought Cole was playing right into your hands. No, see, for me, <laughs> as I took it, was it was like just the nice photo that they have. For some reason, that's the only photo they went with. And because teen movies were big in the 90s, they, of course, only kept a picture High of her school. as a teen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I, I think... Don't you there, Cole. I'm sorry. Just, that's where my brain went, because <laughs> I never... Like, if it was college, we'd see, like, a college... Like, a, the, whatever college she went to there as well. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that either. What do you mean you would see whatever college there? Well, like, okay, so do if it was Florida Gators... Do all college have some significant landmark? Well, well no, they, yeah. have, they would have a pennant. Yeah, pennant. that's what I could imagine, but I don't see how that would be important to the plot enough to even put on his wall. Well, I, I honestly don't think they thought we were debating where she graduated from in terms of the plot. <laughs> well, so that's not... I'm just moving along with your thinking. I think they must have predicted that some someone out there would do a minute by minute podcast about the film and would be debating <laughs> that very point. I think we need to start looking for clues then, because I think they left us some clues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of the mom's demise. No, 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 just for us. <laughs> The kind of people that would do a minute by minute oh, analysis. They left some Easter eggs for, for eggs. the people doing this podcast, which is us. Yes. Well, she has. Okay. There's a line next to her face. Well, so. okay. So she is in a in a, a black robe with the black hat, which I don't know about y'all, but my high school had colored robes, and of course, college had a single color. I believe it was black. Oh, okay. My high school had a single color. It was dark blue. Okay. We had our school colors. So it was like maroon and gray. Yeah. So I think that would lead this to be perhaps a college graduation. I will say, so our ours were solid dark blue. Mm. One of our school colors was dark blue, though. So mm. Well, and the colors for my high school, it was the colors. It was boys and girls had different robe colors. Insane. And that was the colors of high school. Yeah. Interesting. Uh so I, I think it is, but she does look very young in the picture. And we are never, I think, explicitly told in the film how the mom died, just that she is dead before the film That's begins. That's true, but we're here's something to consider is that we're old, the three of us. Uh, excuse sure? you? We are old. I'm, I'm the young, and I can say that because I'm the youngest of the three of us. That's not how that works. So if I'm old, y'all two are old. <sighs> Um, and what I'm is saying is, this what she is, does to you constantly? Just berates you and says how old you are? <laughs> I'm not berating anybody. I'm an old man. There's some berating I'm happening just stating here. the fact that we're old. I'm going somewhere with this. See, I'm, I'm going okay, somewhere okay, with this. Okay, okay, all right. Memory lane? If she went straight to a four year college out of high school, she would graduate at age 22. You ever seen a fucking 22 year old? They look like children yeah. like they look I, I young will, as hell i will agree when i look yeah. at pictures of myself at 22 i'm like who the fuck this is yeah. what i'm saying so right. the fact that she looks young to me does not rule out that it's a college photo okay right. so uh but anyway i just i just wonder like andrew loves being an old man call you're not here every week that's like his thing he loves being an old man oh well then i'm sorry well, congratulations on being an old man uh but but my whole thing was we never we never get a, a certain idea of when the mother died. Yeah. If it was a recent event, if it was maybe. Well, Kyle seems to have some memory of her. Well, yeah. Looking at Kyle, I'm just assuming that um, Santa Claus just quit visiting when his mom probably passed away from a divorce, and now he's with the other schmuck. Wait, did you say passed away from a divorce? <laughs> yeah. Well, because he's the kid from Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay. 
That's where my brain you're went. Bringing in, you're bringing in outside. I'm bringing in outside canon. movies. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Everything's connected now, man. Everything's connected. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to make sure to talk about uh, uh, you know the 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 wife a lot, the mom, because I don't think she comes up ever again. So. No. Oh, are this you serious? Yeah. I really want to give her her due in this minute. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's gonna make you happy because this that's is... why I picked Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, you know I figured. Uh, <laughs> I started watching the minute and I was like, God damn it, this guy. Not a <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, for me while I was watching it when he goes goodnight, mom. I'm like. Okay, so it's mom centered, and he's like, "You still say goodnight," and I'm like, "Okay, so it's something that happened a while ago." He's not letting go. He's surrounded by Marvel. Mm. It is like I'm like, "Oh my god, it's mom!" And then a part of me almost picked Man of Steel. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I I did. We we have avoided that timeline, Andrew. Don't you don't have yeah. to say uh oh. I, 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 we I, have I six, wanted to look at you to we, confirm that we would we have, have both vetoed that. <laughs> <laughs> uh Wow. But yeah, so I almost picked I almost picked Man of Steel, but then I was like, no, because his mom is still alive, whereas this one is clearly past. And then the ending with the Lord having that goofy moment looking down for Dunstan, I was like, no, this is Gardens of the Galaxy. Sure. All right. Now, is there any particular reason you decided to go with Volume One as opposed to Volume Two? Um, a both? heist. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, I was just gonna say both heavily feature the mom's death as a plot a- aspect. True, but um, Volume Two was coming to terms, and it felt more of a father film sure. with with Aunt, with Yondo and uh, Peter Quill. But whereas the first one was him coming to terms with his mom passing, the cassette tape, um, sure. the gift that was always on his ship. And then just the 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 cameras like what's going on? And she's he's like, well, it was stolen at this time. Um, and then like, oh, that's odd. And it was this goofy moment. Like all of that felt like Guardians of the Galaxy one having to steal the Power Stone and try sell it, and then having to defeat Thanos or not Thanos. I mean, um. Ronan. Ronan the Accuser. The Thank accuser. you. Yeah. For Ronan, some reason, Ronan I was O'Brien. like Hammer Guy. Lee Pace, who, if I can steal a bit from lo- the podcast Law School, is 6'5". I just he, want to remind us all that Lee Pace is 6'5". He's tall. Yeah. That's good. Um, what? So let's talk about Guardians? Oh, let's do it. Okay. Uh, this is probably only my second time watching the film. So only the second and the time? First, the first time was in theaters. Oh, my God. So. I do not know your life. <laughs> That's just how I watch movies. I after I picked it, I literally did this: go to my room, pull up my shelf. There's my movie. Push play. Like I, I watch that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. This is probably my fourth or fifth time with that. Uh, I saw it in theaters. I, of course, saw it at the 28 hour 11 mar- movie Marvel marathon when I went to that. Oh, I didn't know you did that. I did. Wow. Um, and then I've probably seen it a few times in between that. I, I it had been a while though. It had been quite a while <clears throat> since I last watched it. I think for me, the the really interesting thing of watching this was um, a lot of uh, putting a lot of things into kind of perspective after Endgame. Oh, I don't, sure. yeah. I, I don't think we should we should care, but also I, I'm not going to explicitly say any Endgame spoilers. But it's just there's there's some stuff with some characters that are in this film that I'm like, oh, I guess that was what was going on in their life at this time, and I just forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, Nebula and Gamora specifically. Yeah, no, definitely their relationship is has grown from Guardians 1 to into Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
you, maybe even Infinity War. Yeah. The the other th- oh for sure. Yeah. The thing the other thing that I really did forget was that Thanos is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I forgot that too. I yeah. forgot that it was Brolin as well, Thanos. Yeah. Wasn't that his debut? They had just oh, got him maybe to, to, yeah. or did Dark World come out before this? I think Dark World did come out right before Dark this. Dark World came out before correct. this, but because I don't remember Dark World being in. Oh. There's a there's an after the credit scene where he just comes in and it's it is Brolin's voice saying, "I'll take care of this" or something. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that scene, mm. <laughs> but yeah, Excuse no. Me. Sitting him in the chair, having him talking, I was like, I f- honestly forgot. Yeah, yeah. And right. I I just was really reevaluating uh, like Thanos's relation to Ronan. And then also because Ronan appears in Captain Marvel. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so how does that follow from Captain Marvel was in, in the 90, like 94 or something. Yeah. And this is, you know, canonically more or less 2014. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so 20 years have passed. Lee Pace looks the same. Of course, he's. he's yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, but now he has a completely different role. Jaimon Hansu also shows up in Captain Marvel and is in this. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, and oh. again a completely different role. Like yeah. it is, it is He's so 100% bizarre. He's one hundred percent devoted to the Kree now. It seems like. Yeah. Mm. Um. You know what I thought was weird was how the this Guardians of the Galaxy is like very disconnected from the overall Marvel plot at the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. But when you watch it now, it's like. Oh, so, like everything that's important in like Endgame and the last couple movies is in this movie. It's yeah. so pivotal. Yeah. Um The <laughs> the Peter Quill dancing in the beginning. Well, not the beginning, beginning, but yeah. him sliding across. Kicking the little weird lizards. Yeah, like that Indiana Jones moment. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, we're not talking about Endgame. Never mind. I was going to be like... We can it, talk about... I mean, Well, listen. this fight... The music scene and then having yeah, seeing yeah. what it was like without the overhead music that we're hearing mm-hmm. yeah. just I was, made me laugh because you know that scene took like six hours or something it was like a whole day of filming mm-hmm. of him just lip syncing that one song yeah so I'm like that must have been what it was like for them just watching him just get <laughs> my I don't know. I just for me it was it was also a lot of like oh Endgame took a little bit of liberty, huh? They really yeah. like some of the events. I was like oh okay, you really just uh, you know put in things that were like I guess we could assume were going on, but not really. Oh, because spe- yeah. spe- like specifically in Guardians of the Galaxy, Nebula and Gamora are working with Ronan. Yes, they're like serving Ronan. Well, they've been rented out to Ronan by yeah. Thanos. Yeah, because yeah. Ronan is doing whatever Thanos wants for well, a time. Because he's getting the. The, the gem. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was getting the gem, and then the, I felt like they were there mostly to help make sure that he succeeded slash kept his word. Yeah. yeah. I the other thing that I was I don't remember I don't think in the film they give an answer for is who was um who was Yondu getting the power stone for? Oh, Yondu was working for the guy with the weird eyebrows. Yes, but he the broker was giving it to someone else. Yeah, the broker. He's the broker. He he never really reveals that information. Uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the collector. Yeah, that was my that was my thought. Because then I mean that's Gamora is working for the collector, yeah. double double crossing Thanos within this film. Right. She's like, that was my intent all along. I'm gonna take this to the collector. So it just the collector in just feels like someone who would who really wants to get something, mm-hmm. he would try five different ways to make sure that he's the one who got it. Mm-hmm. If they're all fighting to bring it to him, he wins no matter what. It's like when you order from Pizza Hut and Domino's and you tell them you're only going to pay for whoever gets there first. Wait, what? And then they make it. Does that happen? Both. No. Like what? <laughs> that would that would be amazing. That was like some internet post I saw a while ago. Someone claiming to do that. I I kind of want to and be <laughs> like. <laughs> 
I got Pizza Hut, bro. You lost. <laughs> to me, too mean. <laughs> to me, it's more like um, like w- 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 when Indy and Belloc are both going for the same idol. Yes. And so it's it, they're not both serving the same person, but it's like, well, whoever gets there first wins. Yeah. Or in this case, let's one person do all the work and then just waits with an army mm. of natives. And well, like, what go did, ahead. I mean, what did Gamora do? She was like, okay, Star-Lord's got the thing. I just got to punch him and take it now. <laughs> Yeah. That that what that fight scene where you see everyone interacting for the first time mm-hmm. is one of my favorite scenes of that film because mm-hmm. it's just it's showing them being creative and being assertive but also not trying to hurt each other so it's it's like yeah Gamora's trying to steal it for her own self and she could have thrown that knife into Peter Quill and kill him but she just knocked the the orb out and then he's not shooting her in the face with a blaster cannon he's stunning her and then Groot doesn't know sexes, apparently. Just tries picking him up with a bag. Like, I just love all of that stuff. They, um, it's a fun scene. It is. Mm-hmm. I, I also really like when Drax gets involved. Oh, my Drax, God. <laughs> I like Drax a lot. Lines. Yeah. Everybody love Drax. Yeah, Drax is really good. I like, um, I don't know, I just like everything about Drax. I love when he gets <laughs> drunk and he calls Ronan. He's like, oh. he's, he grabs somebody and he's like, call Ronan. <laughs> he's like, get him over here. And he completely fails at that fight. It's just, I'm I just, I like that as a character. No, like, that's I, interesting. I, the simplicity of him and not in a negative simplicity way. Just like, mm. he just takes things so literal. Mm. Um, why would I take my finger to, why would I put my finger just, to his throat? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my God. The extra with, that was my favorite knife. Yeah. <laughs> that, that moment, you had to be like a throwaway moment. That was just so great that he kept in. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Mm. Um, <laughs> fun moment. Fun moment. It's a fun yeah, moment. It's a fun yeah. moment. That is a fun moment. I, um, <laughs> I also do want to, you know, uh, uh, shout out Glenn Close. Shout out to Glenn Close. Shout out to Glenn Close. Glad she's in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I think that's one of those things where they cast a lot of um, quality people in these Marvel movies sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And it's little, easy to forget. A little Glenn Close in there, a little Peter Serafinowicz sauce up in there. A little um, John, John C. Riley. John C. Riley, yeah. But aren't they all dead? Well, we from Infinity War. This is not Endgame spoilers. This is Infinity War spoilers. It's true. When Xandar was decimated by Thanos, you have to assume. Mm, we're, I, I hope we find thought, out that they're okay. Oh, can you? I, I, I would love a Richard Rider Nova Corps being where he's the only Nova left, but he has the power of the Nova, so he's patrolling. You know, I don't know anything about Nova. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Just, do, do you know Green Lantern? <laughs> really? Yeah. I, he's, he's the like Marvel version Lantern. of Green Lantern. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I feel like there's so many superheroes that people are like, oh, you know Green Lantern? Oh, this person is the whatever version of Green Lantern. It's like, he's okay, just a police. Okay. Green Lantern's the yeah, police Yeah, space corps. police guy. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't we have a Green Lantern? I don't know. I want that so yeah, bad. Yeah, it's like really annoying because we get like, even Captain Marvel, it's like, oh, you know, uh, Green Lantern? Oh my God. I was oh, like, like, please Marvel have Green Captain Lantern. Marvel work because if Captain Marvel works, that's DC. Copy and paste. I don't even care. Copy and paste. You want... you. Oh, it's a woman you can't do it with a man. Okay, fine. Jessica Rios. Put, just give me a Green Lantern do film. Do you think DC, as it currently stands, <laughs> is capable destroyed. of making a good Green Lantern movie? Oh, um, do you wait, hold on. Down? Take two on that joke. Do you think a house have- underwater. <laughs> Shazam was good. I like Shazam. I did not see Shazam. I don't like bubblegum. Oh. Because I'm of the poster? I'm sorry? Is, is that where this is coming from? Because yep. of the poster? Yep. Excuse me? That's all I really knew about the movie is uh, Chuck's in it. He blows some bubblegum. 
Oh, uh, that's a superpower. As, as a famous Heathcliff yeah, fan, I, I do like bubblegum. No, the it just Sam was it was good. The, some of the best parts weren't even the trailer, which is something rare for DC. It had a really good like. Do you think they thought about of, calling it Shazam: Colin Big Two? Because it's about a teen who gets big. No, because at least mm. uh, I'll see, I'll see you later. Um, I'm gonna turn off my own mic now. I'm just gonna turn off my mic right now. But Tom Hanks still acted like the little kid, whereas Zachary Levi was a completely different, dumber kid. Yeah, that was my only beef with the Shazam film. Was like he was. It was like this kid is so smart. He's outwitting everyone, and then Zachary Levi is playing a dumb Chuck, and I'm like, what is happening right yeah, now? Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a problem. Did you but see Guardians. Shazam? Huh? You saw Shazam? Yeah. Okay, I didn't see it. I thought it had a good, a good little, uh, a crazy ending. I really enjoyed that. This felt like, like, it felt like uh, Thor in the MCU Phase One, where like, it's like it's so like setting a, a things movie up. Movie with like really poor, bad pacing and <laughs> bad, like it's not funny and it thinks it is, and it's just like overall. Oh well, kind I, mean, of a really I actually like Thor one. I uh, hate Thor one so much. It's maybe my least favorite MCU movie. Iron Man three is on the table. And Thor one is your least favorite. I like Iron Man. Yeah, 3. I like Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man, you like Iron Man three? Yeah. What? It's The Incredibles. It's clearly The Incredibles. And then they took an amazing actor and they uh, cast him perfectly. And then the trailer ends up being a lie. And then it's like, oh no, he's just a drunk actor. Ooh. Yeah, that was fun. I liked that. A no, lot. I hated that so much. I loved it. it I watched great. the trailer and I, I go, I'm waiting for this movie. I'm waiting for the trailer that I was promised. The movie yeah, I was promised. That's called DC movies. Oh. They're boring and predictable. Oh. <laughs> why? Why are you throwing punches? <laughs> why, I came on to talk about Dunstan's checks in thirty third minute, and then Guardians of the Galaxy not having to roll up my sleeves and defend. If I want to defend DC movies, I will stay on Ready Set Geek and fight Alex and JPG constantly. Yeah, that's what you're doing. <laughs> Never Where ends. do you stand on Suicide Squad? Oh, no! No, no. I, why, did you like Suicide Squad? No, this one! Oh, no. <laughs> Listen, I really wish I could just snip, 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 cut Jared Leto out of the film because I despise him uh, in the, real life the villain, and in the film. And the villain, too, right? The villain sucked. Uh, I could fit. You could literally fix Suicide Squad by making it like super, super easy villain that the quote-unquote Suicide Squad has to take out, but the Joker's constantly trying to steal Harley Quinn back, so it'd be like, just make sure that no one kills this senator. All you do, make sure no one kills a senator, and the Joker's like, I need to get Harley back, and then shoots a senator, and it's like, what What the hell's going on? As Like, he's constantly just causing chaos, and then end it with him breaking her out, like how we saw in the film. That would have made that movie hilarious and more fun to watch, as opposed to the look at this big CGI fight in Act 3 that Andrew really loves. So, so much fighting and action. And no, Andrew hates it. I'm the only one here who likes it. Uh, I, I was being facetious! <laughs> also, JPG, I used the word facetious in a sentence correctly. Oh, there's no, I, there's no way JPG listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in that case, JPG, I, I, I want to raise. $100 to I JPG. have been working for years for you. You own the Geeksy What Network, and I have yet to see a penny. Oh the flying fuck. We started it together at the same time. <laughs> Let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. I want my raise, goddammit. I'm also so, only saying this because I know he doesn't listen. So. If I'm fired recently, we all know what happened. This would be a great way to find out that JPG does listen. <laughs> 
He'll be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> oh my God, that's the emergency that comes in. It's me coming back in time saying, guys, I'm going to die. I need you to stop me from talking. I don't want to get involved with that. I've decided. I want to say for the record, I like JPC, JPC, JPG a lot. This is not an insult on him. Oh my I just, god, no! He's I don't amazing. Think he listens to the show. He's yeah. an amazing human being. He's gonna I be a future guest. Can I? Can I? Can I now re-rank my my insane fears? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Alien abduction. Yeah. Or an even an encounter. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Now number two is any kind of time travel nonsense. Sure. I yeah. now I'm scared of it. Why are you scared of I've it? I've turned around because <laughs> of this conversation. Yeah. That's weird. Honestly, yeah. Because if Cole didn't walk, jump into this room and say, we need to go do a time travel thing, I'd be like, oh, no, I can't get involved in this. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, my God. No. The only thing that drives me crazy about time travel is, A, <laughs> the fights that come from time travel because it doesn't fucking exist. And yet... You always have to defend yourself as if it's currently, you know, something that's like being done, like making butter. And um, I'm just like, what? People the fight f- about making butter all the time. Yeah. No, no. I'm you a turn hardcore turner. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We're turners. <laughs> no, I think Cole's argument is that people should fight about making butter and shouldn't fight about time travel. <laughs> At least something is clearly you can have like the facts and like look see as opposed to time travel where it's like Cole well, Terminator did this. butter when he said look see. It's what I do. <laughs> it brings it more to life. No, the uh, time travel will always just piss me off in the sense that it doesn't exist and it's like lazy writing. Like we need to fix this. Well, fuck, we wrote it so beautifully the last time. <laughs> time travel, haha! And now we can bring back famous people that were in previous films, and we will all have nostalgia together. <laughs> Thank you, Terminator. So, did you not like spoiler game? The Avengers spoiler <laughs> game? <laughs> Dude, I, I love spoiler game um, <laughs> because the thing that they did. Nobody knows what we're talking about. No, it's okay. Spoiler game was. <laughs> I think it's, it's super under the radar. So I'm sure they put out like freely. after the movie on Monday. They put out a new trailer that was just like, yeah, there's some time travel shit in this. No, well, like, have you found a Marley and Me trailer where Marley dies yet? Uh, no, I think I, I think today was your last day. I I think due to personal reasons, I get an extra week. That's fair. Yeah. Um, what? We made a Don't bet. We made a bet that he believes that in the tr- within the trailer for the film Marley and Me, it is made clear that the dog dies at the end. I'm saying there's no way that's in the trailer. But so we made a there's bet. There's a reason we were all traumatized as fuck, man. Like it made Thank it seem Cole. like it was a kid's film Thank you, with Cole. loving your puppy. Thank you, Cole. No, no. You're, you're you're welcome. Like <laughs> dogs die in movies. I mean that is true. It's st- there's st- strong protect precedent of dogs dying in movies. Not like statistically that. high. Yeah, but if the movie's about the dog, the dog is usually gonna die. Maybe yeah. a movie that's about a dog where the dog doesn't die. Beethoven. Because of Win Dixie. Well, not like a silly movie. You you said name a movie about a dog. I name haven't a, seen because of Win Dixie. Name a non silly movie. Like I'm talking old yeller. I'm talking where the red fern grows. Yeah, I'm talking Marley um, and me. Homeward bound? I I don't like I would consider uh, that a silly movie. Huh. A dog's journey, that dog dies like ten times. <laughs> <laughs> the dog dies in the first minute. <laughs> I don't know, for like all the movies I'm thinking about with dogs in it, Titanic. where it's about the dog. John Wick is you oh. is usually a kids movie. Yeah, but I'm saying not like not like silly goof 'em ups like Beethoven or Marmaduke. Yeah, but I'm like, talking about like movies where like like Marley fam- and Me or Old dramas. Yeah, yeah, family so, dramas. Like a, like, okay, so it has doesn't have to be about the dog. It has to be about the dog, but it has to be like like touching. what about Must Love Dogs? I bet the dog dies in that. 
No, none of them do. John Cusack I couldn't kills make it through that movie. that movie. Oh, really? I'm yeah. a sucker for a good rom-com, especially if John I Cusack's I am too, but it. that it was not a good rom-com. Oh, I, li- I liked I it. I think I made like 30 minutes in and I was like, I'm, uh, I can't do this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Not, it was... It was um, the parts where he's like unbenched and then he's like they're I constantly like trying to date not, oh it's, I, mean, I think it's I cute. stopped watching it there was a scene in a kitchen that's where I stopped watching oh that's like the entire film I <laughs> just see this <laughs> they is, are in the kitchen a lot a kitchen film I then, think I've turned on John Cusack what about Joan uh, she's still good okay one, one of my favorite scenes with Joan Cusack and John Cusack is in High Fidelity I thought you were going to say Toys Oh no! It's um, actually I haven't seen Toys oh in a very, very long time. I know I've seen it because the cover looks familiar, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I haven't seen it enough to be able, as an adult to be comprehensive of it. Mm-hmm. But when Joe Cusack walks into his record store in High Fidelity and goes, you "Fucking asshole!" and then just storms out, I'm like, you know she enjoyed that scene. She cursing out her brother. Can you, that had to be great. I don't remember the scene. That's like in a... (gasps) Have you seen High Fidelity? Not since I was like 15 or whatever. Oh, okay. In Donnie Darko, it's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's sister. Yeah. Is in the scene, in the family dinner scene, and she like yells at him. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie Darko pisses me off. That's another time travel one. It is. Now, let's... Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's wrap up Guardians. Let's wrap up like a nice present, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um... Rocket Raccoon That's with all the I have gun. That's all I have to say. I I was surprised by how much I was kind of not looking forward to revisiting it, and then I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. The reason why is because I I don't like Guardians of the Galaxy two. I think it's really bad. I also don't like the Guardians of the Galaxy in Infinity War. I made this con- I listed this controversial opinion earlier on the internet today mm-hmm. that I think uh, post Guardians one Nebula is the only good character to come out of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, the Yondu. Oh, yeah, I hate that. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so beautiful. I think what this what this first movie proved to me is that the all of the is uh, the the sum is not greater than the parts. You're gonna in tell this situation. me. I think all of all of the individual Guardians of the Galaxy characters are way more interesting on their on their own than they are as a team. The scene where they're burning Yondo's body and all the Ravagers come in and they're doing the fire and it's a Ravager funeral and his lieutenant is in tears yeah. and then when he sees it he goes, yeah, and he starts pounding his heart and he's saluting his captain and he's so happy and they're playing the song, um, the f- I, I may be gone, but it's like, I'm um, still you're here as your dad. Sure. Yeah. You're going to tell me you didn't get choked up? Yeah. Oh my That's God. That's exactly what I'm going to tell you. I cried the first time I saw it in the theater, and I called my dad because I I was like, I need to talk to you. What um what I I would I would say is that uh you know if just Drax if there was like Guardians of the Galaxy three starts the ship explodes and the only survivors are Drax and Rocket I'd be like all right let's do this I even, I don't know. You even kill Groot I'm so, I'm tired of Groot oh, I'm also pretty tired God. of Groot. Dr- what also Groot's already fatigue. dead. Groot from Guardians 1 is dead. James yeah. Gunn has stated canonically that that Groot this is, is this dead. This is new Groot, yeah. 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 It's his son. It's, it's it, not him. It's Rocket's kid, yeah. Mm-hmm. I That was heart-wrenching, by the way, after Infinity War, yeah. when they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Groot says, Dad? As he dissipates. I'm like, why? Why, See, Russo that's Brothers? Some, that's why some, are you doing that? That's <laughs> some bullshit of, like, outside the movie, they're like, oh... You couldn't have known this, but we're going to tell you it was in the movie. Yeah, yeah, fucking right. Like, <laughs> it, come and go get a life. I, <laughs> it was fucking the, life, hell Russo yeah. brothers. Give me a high five for that like, one. I'm just like, oh, I'm really tired yeah. of these fucking like producers and directors trying to claim shit from after the work is done, and they're like, uh, 
Oh, yeah, that's what he said. He said dad, because that would be the saddest fucking thing to say in the moment. Vin I mean, Diesel I could have been thinking he was saying popcorn. Like, what the? Is that even Vin Diesel anymore? Are they just recycling and just no? It's, it's, it's still Vin Diesel. Still Vin. He's coming. I don't everybody. know about that one. He's chosen. That's my new conspiracy. Well, who are you talking about? You don't think Vin Diesel wants to show up for that every day? But they 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 have to pitch his voice because of Baby Groot and then well, Team sure. Groot. Yeah. yeah. So you could barely even tell anymore. Well, Guardians Three is going to be regular Groot again, and I'm Maybe. very excited. Well, okay. Who I'm knows sorry. what the fucking 20s. timeline on that is? Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, you know what's another example of someone being like, after the fact, being like, hey, yeah, that's that was there, mm-hmm. and it sucks, and I hate it? Oh, I, I know. I have one. Okay. Iron Man 2, um, when the the, the machines are, are taking over. Little Peter? Little Peter Parker? Little Peter Parker. Yeah. Oh. Now, like, was that... Oh, yeah, what? I thought that was a fan theory. I didn't think a producer claimed that. It was a fan theory, and then a producer claimed that. Oh, that's extra bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Fan They're just theory. like, oh, that was a good idea. Fuck, that was my idea. Yeah. It's, yeah, right. It's, it's giant bullshit, because if it really was Spider-Man, you would have done something spidery, even though it's <laughs> Peter Parker... <laughs> Yeah, as we all know, Peter Parker was always obsessed with spiders. Yeah, <laughs> so that, yeah. canonically, fucking loved spiders. Yeah, like they would have been like, "Oh, the audience won't get it unless we put him in red and blue, or some spider webs, or he got a bit by a spider and he's yeah. crying." The original pitch for that scene was the child swings in on a vine <laughs> and then shouts out, "I love spiders." Uh, the original pitch was the scene is happening, and then you hear a gunshot in the background, and the kid goes, "Uncle Ben." Oh! <laughs> There's nothing funnier to me than Uncle Ben dying at this point. Because once you've seen something enough times, it just becomes fucking funny. Well, that's funny. Batman's parents dying. Well, that's, oh, huh? that's, you know what I thought? There's one thing funnier than Uncle Ben dying. And it's Thomas and Martha Wayne dying. And then how, how are they going to break the pearls? That's every time. Was it the gunshot? Does yeah. someone grab them? Yeah. Does she fall? Yeah. God damn. Do you know what had me excited about uh, Zack Snyder's... Um, no, nothing. Oh, no, hold, on. Anything. hold on. The Flashpoint, because of who they cast as Thomas and Martha Wayne, um, imagine if we would have had Flashpoint where instead of him getting shot and then saying Martha, it's actually him beating him, beating the guy to a pulp. Jojo. And then having um, the woman from Walking Dead mm-hmm. put the blood on her face and start laughing maniacally. I would love to see mm-hmm. those two because I'm like, they were clearly casted for that. No, they were never going to make Flashpoint. <laughs> was never gonna I, I, come, okay, I completely agree thing, with you. What's the I'm thing still... you were mad about? Oh, um, when Jake Kasdan was like, hey, in Empire, when C-3PO was like, hey, the Millennium Falcon swears a lot. Jake Kasdan was like, yeah, that was L3. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, when 3 was like, I don't, you have a, your ship has a weird dialect. I inst- Right when they put the sh- um, L3 into the ship, my first thought was, Three people talk to L three in Empire. That was my first thought. My first thought was like, oh, three people talk to L three in Empire. They're super confirming that they that this uh, this personality, this uh, sentient being who didn't want to be treated like property, is super super treated like property throughout the rest of her entire existence. I was really hoping. F- like now, bear in mind, Solo had a lot of problems. I will it say was- this: I like Solo a lot. That the yeah. stuff with L three at the end, I really fucking hate. Yeah, no, I I also really appreciate Solo. It doesn't. It's a great Star Wars film. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't take any boundaries or risks. But I enjoyed the entire story. I think I would say Darth. I would say Darth Maul counts as a risk. 
it feels like a setup more than a risk. No, I see. I I wish it felt like a setup, yeah. but I there's no fucking way they're gonna make a Dathomir movie. No, we're not getting shit I because the love fans that went did, nuts but, about Solo. But <laughs> I I I would I would commit a murder to get them to make a Darth. Do what Maul. I wish we could do a fucking movie where it's like Darth Maul with the help of Kira being like, help me reboot the Witches of Dathomir. Like holy shit, that yeah. would be incredible. No, I 100. I'm all about that as well. And then have her like be hunting like Han Solo, and then Boba Fett shows up, and then yeah. we get a Boba Fett film. No, for me, it's the, I want every single person that went on the internet and said "fuck Solo," I don't want to watch this movie. This is garbage. Yeah. Fuck you, Kathleen Kennedy. I want all those names, and then I want to go on all their Netflix accounts and see which fuckers watch Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's all of them. <laughs> yeah, because like you, it's it's not leaving Netflix. It's yeah. not like they were like, oh, no one's watching this. We're taking it away. Like Fifth Element, I watched that so fast because it always comes back and then it's gone. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize that about Fifth Element. <laughs> yeah, it it, it every t- it's always like either it's the most expensive movie that they have to pay for and they only can afford it for a one month, mm-hmm. or it's no like. It's not worth the price. Only like three people are watching it, and I'm one of the three. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's a cool movie. I like The Fifth Element. Me too. It's so good. Uh, so, that's it on Guardians. Let's talk about Dunstan Checks In. Dunstan Checks In uh, with Marvel oh, Cowboy Sheet Blankets. Oh, wow. Uh, where did we leave off? You we- still say goodnight to mom. That's what uh, Mr. Grant yes. says to his son. And he, kinda, he says, oh, is that stupid? And uh, he says no. That's a nice little moment. That's, it is a nice little moment. I'll give I'll give Dunstan that. That's a nice mm-hmm. little moment. Um, he does. Jason Alexander, I think, makes this choice to wave goodbye to his son as he walks out of the room. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> you know, when you're saying goodnight to someone and you wave goodbye, <laughs> that's. I think that's a real. That was an odd move for that's him. Especially an odd move considering the like too sincere kiss in the last minute. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder if it was. Like, take 50. And he's like, I just got to do something fucking different. <laughs> I'm going to wave. We're keeping that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so then now we cut to a different scene. I believe this is contiguous. I believe this is this is not a time jump has not occurred. I agree. This is meant to be at the same time. No, I agree. We are down in the security room. Yeah. Uh, with Murray. Yeah. And uh, he is he is reporting to Mrs. Uh, uh, Dubrow. Dubrow. Yeah, yeah I, just, I had to do the song in my head, <laughs> and you did it out loud. Uh, he says, 8 p.m. Uh, I want to talk about what Mrs. Dubrow is wearing in this moment. Oh, sure. I definitely was going to get to that. It seems out of character based on what she was wearing earlier in the film. Yes. It's such a radically different style of outfit yeah. that I I cannot reconcile this Mrs. Dubrow with the Mrs. Dubrow we saw I, earlier. I have a theory, but it's not good. Okay. Um, this is the same night, so it's past 11 p.m. Yes. So maybe she was in her night clothes. In her night clothes, and this is she just threw this on to come down here. Real it quick. looks thrown on. Yeah, I honestly, it honestly feels mostly just because I didn't know it was the same person until like it was like, oh no, this obviously makes sense. The one with the poofy hat and the flowy gown is the same person that looks like she was called on her off day in Los Angeles, and the actress was told to come on set, and we don't have time to give you costuming, so just act. Yeah, I mean that's mm. fair. In her earlier scene, she's she's got on like her fancy pantsuit. Yeah, a pantsuit. Fancy pantsuit. Yes. Um, she just looks very put together, very wealthy. 
Mm-hmm. And this looks like uh, some target clearance rack shit. Yeah, well, and she looks like a mom. Like she looks yeah. like, uh, yeah, like she she's here to. She's a cardigan thrown over a sweater. Yeah. I did. I was curious about the jacket. As the minute progresses, she takes off a jacket and then has a cardigan underneath. Well, it's I was a weird she, jacket, too. Yeah, I was wondering if she was coming from outside. Well, that would make sense because it's sort of a windbreakery type fabric, mm-hmm. but it's like someone tried to make a fancy windbreaker and it's like. You, it just matches color wise to the rest of her outfit. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, yeah. But when you say matches, you mean it's the same color. Yes, yes, Wearing yes. Wearing a bunch of shit that's exactly the same color. I hate to break it to y'all. Wait a second. That's not how you match. Wait, wait a second. So you're telling me. I mean, maybe me... if you're doing like a monochrome thing where you're wearing like kind of all black with different textures, like that, maybe that works. You're telling sometimes. me in high school when I wore all orange, that didn't look good? <laughs> <laughs> You're telling That's me exactly what I'm telling you, Andrew. I'm sorry. You're telling me, and that is essentially what she's doing. I mean, it's it's, it's more of a wait, pink, wait, almost wait, coral. Wait, hold on. You wore all orange every yeah, Wednesday. That's my favorite color. Every Wednesday, he would do this. It was the thing. Like sh- pants, shorts, yeah, socks, shoes. You had orange shoes. Yeah. I haven't seen. Th- this is before the internet. I have not seen that many orange things. <laughs> no, and hold on, Cole. <laughs> He's an old man. You said he likes being an old man. I don't feel bad <laughs> saying this. He likes being an old man, but he was in high school. When were you in high school, if you don't mind saying? What? When were you in high school, if you don't mind saying? Uh, you don't have to say like if you don't want to. Like when you were in high school. Like, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. We're like two years apart. <laughs> I know. So <laughs> you're saying to me, Cole, in 2007, they didn't have the internet. Not like they do now. <laughs> That's true. It wasn't like how we have it now. That's true. There was no like, oh, I'm going to order this and I'll have it tomorrow. No, what are you fucking d- talking about? Amazon did exist. But Cole. no, I also like local stores had this stuff. Are you serious? Yeah. Jesus. There's, um, um, I can't remember the name of that store, but it's it's even local to here. It's that you can just buy like Dickies of all colors. Yeah, the Dickies store. Is, that, is it just called the Dickies store? Yeah. I thought it had some crazy name. I mean, I don't know. There's, I, mean, I just always see the signs that say like. I mean, to Dickies be fair, here. if you walk by anything that was called Dickies, I giggle. Why? Why? Was that? Dick. Ease. Okay. Dick. I, like a oh. dick. Like yeah. a penis. So you, yeah. So it's like you're, you're interested like, oh. in this <laughs> Dickies low brow. This is kind of oh, humorous. It's so low brow. I I did say <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I say I giggle. Did I make the eating pussy joke on the pre-show or on the real show? <laughs> You set the tone. You set the tone. (laughs) Okay. Uh, This is my first time. You weren't even gentle. You rushed in. I'm shouting so much. I think this episode is even looser than the Gatsby episode somehow. Oh, God. Despite the fact that, to my knowledge, all three of us are sober right now. Yeah. It's just late. Yeah. We're in the security room. We're looking at the cameras. Now we see the Hobbit doors again that I was talking about, where the doorknob is in the middle of Hobbit the door. door. I thought you said Abed doors. Wait, the doorknob's like in the middle. Look at the door on the security camera when um, Mrs. Chekowski the minute it'll roll back in. around. But yeah. I'm going I'm to describe what we're looking at in, in general. We're in the security room. We're looking at the security cameras. We know it's the security room because there's a little plaque on the wall that says security. It, it, well, on the door. That's not the door. That's that is just the, the door wall. to the outside of that Bullshit. room. Bullshit. That's the wall. Well, when the minute rolls back around, you'll see. <laughs> okay. we're, we have the minute on the loop in front of us yeah, just, just in case muted. we want to catch anything. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's uh, Murray is talking about how at 8 p.m. Mrs. Delcoche left her room for dinner. Mm-hmm. Now, before I think... Now, I wrote that down because we had previously assumed that she went to the opera with uh, Mr. Not, British. Maybe not with, but at to the same time. the same time. show that Mr. British went yeah. to. Yeah. So, but she did go to a long dinner. Yeah. Now, look, she was Hobbit a, doors, Hobbit doors, Hobbit doors. Door, doorknob is in the middle. Yeah. When you see... Uh, okay, I guess that is a door that the thing is on as well. 
Yeah, it's... She does it. She opens the side. No, that's a little swiper. That's for her key, yeah. Oh my god, that's so weird. The, the doorknob itself is in the middle. If I went to any door and the knob was in the middle, I think I would You'd not say, go for it. You'd say, oi, Baggins, give me a bread and some jam. I mean, now, yes. <laughs> that's what I'd say. And I would hope the other side was, those blessed relatives are not giving me a moment's peace. <laughs> Bilbo sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he won't die. Um, so maybe she went to dinner and a show. Maybe. Maybe she uh, went to dinner theater. Yeah. She went to the Aldo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Aldo's the, a local bar girl where they do used to do dinner theater. You know, the more I look at this kid's room, the weirder it fucking gets. Oh, don't even get us started. We have discussed <laughs> the layout of this home before. I just saw something I'd never seen before, and it is more bizarre than I've ever thought. More bizarre. What? Da-na-na, da-na-na, wow, da-na-na. that really takes me back. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're in the security room. Uh, Mrs. Dubrow, nope, not Mrs. Dubrow, the other one. Mrs. Delacroce? Yeah, she's on camera seven. Yes. Do you find that odd? I, you know, I don't think, I think Murray sits in here and there is not a cam, there is not a TV for every camera. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh my God, wait, Emily's right. Security's <laughs> on a wall. <laughs> the no, what's I, on the- I went back to thinking Andrew was right. I no, don't security's think on the door. No, no, because there's an uh, there's an air conditioning unit like right there. That's what I thought. But if you look, you can also see. I think it's just a wall that goes now, see, really close to the ceiling. It says watch Kyle above the uh, the 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 height chart. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it, it's right behind his head. Look it at that. It Says watch Kyle. It might say watch Kyle grow, but that's still. Odd. Oh yeah, that uh, I believe that that is what I was referring to as oh, the, the wall dancing scroll people last time. is a, seeing how he's growing. Yeah, apparently that's news to me. Security is on the door. It has a latch. Yes, yeah, so you can you oh, can see the latch. I thought the latch was like an air conditioning thing. <laughs> no, no, that's it's a, like a latch. It does not look like a regular latch. Oh no, it does now. It's yeah, definitely it a latch. Okay, so, okay. don't feel bad, Cole. I made that exact same. <laughs> there mistake. are TVs in this room. This room is not very large. I hey, do what not- I'm saying is there's not enough cameras to account for how big the hotel is. There's not enough TVs, or, rather. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So I think they just kind of make up camera one, camera two. Like it just yeah. doesn't it doesn't match up exactly the it's way. Just, that, it's, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's in fact inaccurate labeling. It's more accurately monitor one, monitor two. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and so what we saw on camera seven is Mrs. Delacroce leaves her room, mm-hmm. and then we also see her return. They fast forward. Yeah, and she returns to her room. Yeah, and uh, then Murray says, uh, "Well, Mrs. Dubrow, nobody." went in or out of those doors in that time. Yeah. Now, I thought in not the previous minute, but a few minutes ago. We saw Mr. Grant pointing at the windows with the cops. Yes. Yeah. They had established the window was it. It was an open window. Here's my answer. More like an open and shut window case. (laughs) That's where Emily quit. That's the one. That's the one that made her go. Cole, you're now by law. You are the co-host of Dunstan Jacksman. It's okay. Um, I wanted a race. This isn't what I expected, but um, I'll I'll take it. So good thing you've actually seen the movie more than once, so that way you can you can be a good co-host. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I'm glad to be part of this uh, podcast. Uh-huh. Um, I can't believe that I've been promoted this fast. Um, can we talk about how he's wearing and like the Spider-Man cartoon show shirt? Oh, Kyle. Yes, Kyle. In in the the when he's in bed. Yes, yeah. he is wearing a Spider-Man cartoon. And then he's got a. Dinosaur Lab? I could have picked the weirdest fucking movies. He is um he's a big Spider-Man fan. There's there's another minute where you can see that in the within their strange apartment, uh-huh. uh, there's a stuffed Spider-Man, like a Spider-Man plushy toy. 
Uh, and then in another minute in Mr. Grant's office, he has a drawing of either the Red Ranger or Spider-Man. Uh, but a okay. Spider-Man toy is hanging from that drawing and it's framed behind Mr. Grant's desk, which we, we all thought was a very odd desk decoration Yeah. Uh, for, for uh, you know, because it looks like a professional desk area. The security room, it looks like there's keys like on a um, latch for them to pick, but mm. it's in front of more keys. Yeah, you can you can have a like. Is a that road. a normal thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I've seen like a wall of keys, so, but never like a sh- like a bookcase of keys. Like we're gonna turn the page, and here's more keys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my parents were apartment managers for a long time, oh, and wow. so there was always one of those weird like a security box, and you opened it, and there were just keys, and you could kind of move the little uh, row. It and was be kind more of like keys. they were hanging like on a hanger. Like uh-huh. imagine if like se- like hangers like stairs. Right. And so you could move one over, and then you had more keys. Oh, that's just weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I can only, I can only uh, uh, assume that these are for not for the rooms themselves because we saw those keys before, and they were some kind of weird futuristic sci-fi uh, swipers, but also looked like keys. Okay. Like like long skeleton keys <gasps> with swiping capabilities. That makes sense for this film. Mm-hmm. What do we think about the lighting in the hallway? <laughs> Which hall? The hallway that Mr. S- Scooby-Doo is in? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Scooby-Doo is in. Lord Rutledge. Okay, so Mr. Scooby-Doo is <laughs> one of my favorite things about this minute because he's, first off, he's looking into a thing with his butt out. like he's. Okay, tr- I, I, I wrote down the note, Lord Butledge. <laughs> I do want to look. Okay, I do want to talk Rutledge. about before we get to Lord Rutledge. Though I do want to talk about Mrs. Dubrow in this in this okay. minute. Um, she okay. So she does the weird thing where she takes off her jacket. Yeah. She also has her recording thing with her. So she's recording Murray. Yeah. Giving his okay. account. We only see her stop recording. Yes, she gives. She does a very dramatic click stop. Yeah. Um, and then this is when she notices Lord Rutledge, and she notices him as he is taking food out of out of a used food cart that's outside. Yeah. But that that doesn't raise her alarm bell. I think it did. I think that's yeah. why she noticed him. But then yeah, but he went on tippy toes, so his butt's up in there. He's looking at an event for Dunstan. Uh, in a previous, uh, in the previous, he's minute. doing it sexy though. And I'm not saying he's sexy. I'm saying what he's doing is that if he was trying to be sexy, this is the way he would do it. Oh, I mean, I'm not. You're not wrong. He's tooching. <laughs> Excuse me. He's presenting. Tooching. I'm. I'm not familiar. You're not familiar with Tooching? After after Stanley the Tooch no. Tucci? Cole, have you heard of Tooching? Um, I am putting the sentence together. Uh, I'm assuming it's kind of like when birds fluck nope. their feathers. Nope. Okay. Um, have you heard? Have either of you heard of smizing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cole, do you know smizing? Yeah, smiling with your eyes. Yeah. Now these are so what smizing and Tooching have in common is they're both things that Tyra Banks has told us that we should do to look good in pictures sometimes. Oh, God, is it smiling so, with your butt? No, tooching is when you arch your lower back and stick your butt up for maximum butt appeal. Also called booty tooching. How, but how does the, where does tooch come in? I don't to? know. I, okay. don't, I don't know the etymology also, of tooching. Okay. he doesn't really have a butt to toot. Well, to he's, I mean, he's fucking working it. He is arching that back like a champ. That's what he's doing. He's, exe- he's accentuating what little he's got. He's doing a thing where he's like, Standing too far away from the garbage chute so that he has to really get a lean on, yeah. which gives him the ample space to arch his back for that maximum too. Do you think it's because Rupert Everett's a tall man and he has to, in order to bend enough to look into the vent? 
Without looking like no. a dork? Yeah, exactly. Well, um, without looking like a dork, you say. I do have to yeah. give an appreciation. Not what's happening here. Well, if he's too, if this is on purpose, he's like, hey, eventually someone will see this and go, woo hoo hoo. Then he's a point, as opposed well, that's, to. I mean, that's. I feel like we. I mean, we've unfortunately got here on uh, organically. I think we at this point then need to talk about is Lord Rutledge a bottom or a top? Uh, this scene makes him a bottom. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know that necessarily. And that mustache alone makes him a bottom. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, what did, wait, wait, what? What I'm saying is this scene would to me. This is. These are the actions of a bottom. Okay. I don't think that's consistent with the rest of the film. Well, I I would think that wouldn't be consistent with him trying to be a con man. Or sure. Do, or if, or is that the con? Yeah, right. Maybe, maybe that's the con. Maybe I don't think that's bo- been the maybe con. Maybe he's a bottom trying trying to be a top. Oh, well, if, if that's the con, it's working. We've all been there. Let's <laughs> put um, it that way. Now, uh, the other thing that I, I do want to give a shout out, I will rarely do this, mm-hmm. to the editing in this sure. minute. Yeah. Because they do this really funny thing where they zoom in on the monitor yeah. when Lord Rutledge is tooching. Yeah. And then as they zoom in, it cuts to, in you know, we are in the hallway. Yeah. And I think that cut is really good. I'll agree with that. I'll give you it's that. Just, we're about to, we're, we're, the minute is looping and we're about to hit that cut. And I just really want us all to Oop. appreciate. And then there it <laughs> yeah. is. There's the tooch. It's just, it's just really <laughs> funny. Um, but yeah, he's looking for Dunstan because he lost, he lost his Dunstan. Yeah. And he saw him going to a vent. Yeah. And so he peeks into the vent and he says, Dunstan. And he says, Dunstan again. And then right as the minute is ending, he says, Dunny. Yeah, but I, don't, I like don't like that. Dunny? Yeah. I don't like that. You, do, you, do you think that is an appropriate nickname for Dunstan? No. Yeah. Well, like he does, also doesn't respect the monkey. So actually, I think it works because it shows he doesn't respect Dunstan at all. Well, that's what I'm saying is I don't like this. I don't like this man. Um, I, I don't, don't like, like it when he makeup. calls Dunstan Dunny. I don't like it when he calls himself Daddy. I certainly don't like that. Luckily, we did avoid that this minute. We <laughs> yeah. didn't get any daddies this I don't minute. know how I would feel about hearing him say call himself Daddy. He's done it multiple times. He, but, like, he this... specifically says, show, show Daddy what you've got. He oh, says, God. show Daddy what you've got. He does say that at one point. It's not good. Maybe he's not a bottom. I don't know. Well, but... that's what I'm saying. There's this inconsistent, this movie. The, the makeup he's wearing right now. Yeah. The, um, I don't know if it's because you're... It's higher quality than they were expecting for back then. Yeah. Or if it's really just a bad makeup job, but you can clearly see that he's got some foundation going on right now. Yeah. That is not doing him any help. Uh, it looks like either it's just the wrong shade for his natural tones or it's bad contouring. That would be my two theories as to what's going on. In my, uh, I mean, I've also held the theory that the mustache is fake within the context of the film <laughs> yeah uh, that's true oh god that is a fake that theory is at, that within <laughs> universe that is a fake mustache yeah i believe at one point it changes shape and that's on purpose because he's pre- he's pretending to be a bellman i think that's generous the film <laughs> i think it changes shape because there's inconsistent production oh my god i just film. are you gleaning some more some more things from this minute? Yeah. Really... I would still like to talk about the lighting in this hallway. Oh, sure. Okay. What, what about the lighting in particular? Now, we see lamps on the wall, and we see, like, floor lamps Standing on the side lamps. of the halls. Yeah. And yet, the there seems to... There's also, like, uh, columns, like, sort of lighted columns on the walls in the background. Right. There's a lot of... There's a lot of... We, we see, frankly, an absurd number of lamps in these hallways. Way more than you see in your average hallway. Right. But also the bulk of the light seems to be coming from up top. I'm just wondering what's going on in this hotel. Uh, Their electric bills must theories. be enormous. The, the night is dark and full of terrors. Sure. So they took that to heart. Yeah. Or second, 
We have an abundance of lamps. <laughs> We're gonna put it in this one scene. <laughs> you get a lamp. You yeah, get a lamp. Especially because looking at the the hallway outside of Mrs. Delacroix's room, there's in fact two couches and a a very ornate s- ceiling kind of uh, fixture. Almost even a chandelier, you might say. Uh, almost a chandelier, but <laughs> yeah. but not quite. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I would almost say that even in hotels, uh, even fancy hotels, you do not see floor lamps, standing yeah. floor lamps. Standing floor lamps is it odd, gets right? In the way. Yeah. It definitely gets in the way because they're they're moving big stuff. Yeah, they move big stuff in hotels. Yeah. When also, where are they plugged into? Yeah, you don't see a lot of uh, outlets in a hallway of a yeah. hotel. Yeah. In fact, almost never. Maybe maybe none it's ever. Fire hazard. Sure. I was you, you never know when it's going to spark. Can you imagine if there was a outlet in the hallway of a hotel and you get out of your hotel, you're like, "Who are you, bro? I just needed an outlet. Got charged my Just phone. Two percent. Yeah." yeah. Two percent milk, drinking it all day, um, putting it in my phone. That's how I keep it charged. <laughs> yeah, I got my phone's got to have good bones, needs calcium. Your bone. Just, what you, if your have, bone had phones? What if your bone had phones? Is that what you said to me? If your bones had phones, that would be. <laughs> what if your bones were phones? Well, I would be a, calling a lot of people yeah. extra. <laughs> Do you? When was the last? Let me. I've, I've got two questions for the both of you. Oh. Okay. When was the last time you received a butt dial? When was the last time you sent a butt dial? Oh, I got a butt dial recently from my dad because no matter what kind of phone we buy him, he still finds a way to butt dial. Mm. It is actually impressive at this point how he can make an iPhone butt dial you. Now, I have a similar experience, and this is from a mutual friend, so you might also have had this. In fact, I know for a fact that she butt dialed a group text that we were both in at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a mutual friend who is consistently butt dialing or and, butt texting yeah yeah and i don't know how this is happening because she also has she's a smartphone i don't know how she's doing it but i would say once a month i'll get like a facebook message from her that's just like the letter l and she'll be like sorry butt dial i um i believe i actually did receive a butt butt dial from my dad okay uh and it was one of those where i, I go hello and it's just they don't hear and sure. i just hang up and it's fine. How is this happening to these people? No, no, no. Here, my, my, the other question I have is when was the last time you accidentally sent a butt dial? Uh, I, okay, so I haven't, the last time I've done a butt dial. Or a butt text or whatever. Any kind of yeah. any kind of misfire of communication. Well, misfire happened recently. not even necessarily recently. with your butt, but just with an uh, okay. Well, because like, I've done the butt dial, but that was easily early 2000s when it was actual buttons on the phone. Um the that sent me back. I don't know why that sent me back. You said there were buttons on the phone, and I just you have I time traveled. The the method to like unlock nostalgia, just pure unfiltered nostalgia for you, <laughs> is old phones. We were watching we were watching the movie Summer of 03 in theaters together, and someone just pulled out like a Nokia phone, just like a prop that would be in a movie of the time, like right. a totally normal thing. Playing Snake, gotcha. Sure, I'm all about it. I'm sitting next to Andrew. He gasps. When this happened, he goes, oh, he literally did that because he was so shocked by the presence of this phone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it is with you and those phones. <laughs> did you, did you have one? What do you mean? Did you, did you own a Nokia phone? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Did when you were in class and the teacher's talking, were you like staring, but you were texting because you had the D9 memorized? No, no, no. I no, played, I, was a good kid. I played, um, I played on my calculator. At calculator games. Oh, what a fucking dork. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget back then, teachers be like, you must learn how to use calculators. You can't have a calculator everywhere you go. And now, like, my phone has regular calculator. And then if I go sideways, it's a super smart calculator. And yeah. I'm like, 
Ha ha, bitch. Jessica Alba in the film Punks was right. Remember that line? No. What did she, oh, it's she, a great line. Yeah, you love this line. Have you seen the film Punks? No, I've never even heard of it. Punks is this movie. Uh, we watched it for the podcast a few episodes ago. A um, lot of episodes ago. Yeah, it was like, it was like in it was our like early our third tens, episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a kid's movie from the 90s. Uh, Henry Winkler is like an evil CEO, and uh, his Randy Quaid is one of his employees. Randy Quaid has a heart condition, but Henry Winkler wants him to wear this experimental device called the Augmenter, but it's going to kill him because of his heart condition. So his kid and his kid's friends decide to steal the device to save their They're friend's dead. father. The Randy oh. Quaid illness plotline really felt like a C plotline in that movie, right? I mean, it was the driving plotline of the film. I mean, the Augmenter was. Yeah, but they had to get the Augmenter to save Randy Quaid. But his heart condition never felt that dangerous to me. It was only it was only a threat if he ever used the Is Augmenter. Is this yeah. the movie where he shrinks down? No. no. Oh. That's um, inner space. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, this sounds familiar. That's also Dennis Quaid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, it's the other Quaid, yeah. Jessica Whoopsie. Alba is like, uh, she's like the streetwise girl who like, she works at her, she's one of the kid's cousins who like works at a chop shop, you know? Um, and one point, like a little nerd kid is trying to be like, "Hey, we can't have a girl in the group. She's dumb or whatever." And then they get into an argument, and he goes, "Well, I have an IQ of 160," and she goes, "Oh yeah, well I got a calculator, and it rules. It's so good. It's the best part of that movie." I just wanted to reminisce about that line. Uh, I did want to say, butt dialing is a thing I don't do. Well, it's a thing that I have done, I think, once in my life, and it was when I had an old Nokia yeah. phone in, like, 2001. But I will say a new... And I don't understand how it keeps happening to people. I have a new form of... It's not butt dialing. Uh-huh. It's where... Uh, so I've not... I've, I'm i a pretty recent convert to an iPhone, like, maybe two years or less. Yeah. And um, on the notification thing for if you miss a call... Yeah. Right? If you, oh, if you have no. any notification... You can tap it and you go to the text, you go to the email, whatever. Sure. You miss a call, you tap it, it just starts calling that person. That's yeah. fucked up. And I'm just, every time I do that, I go, fuck, fuck, fuck. I have to like hit the sure. end button. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to call them back. I just want to know who the hell it is. I've had it where I'll be texting mm. and then I I click the name. Like, yeah, because I have an iPhone as well. And I'll just be like, okay, boom. And then I start type typing and then I don't look at the, I don't know why. I just don't look at the name. I oh, assume no. I'm on the right spot. Yeah. And then I push send. That's bad news. And then I get a question of, this makes no fucking sense. And I go. <laughs> Oh no! Wrong, wrong. No, For not you. For a while, um, Facebook was doing a thing where if I opened a picture to comment on it, it would just, for some reason move that comment to whatever the next item in my feed was. Oh. And this was fully on Facebook. Like, it was a glitch. Like, I would open a picture right in the comment, I would hit enter, and then it would warp me to a different page. <laughs> that uh, would be fun. That's sinister. And that, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I remember, uh, it was, I mean, it was embarrassing. <laughs> That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Zuck did that to you. I personally. remember the, the one thing, it was like, someone, uh, Someone had said, hey, who's going to this thing? And I tried to post a gif of uh, Elaine from Seinfeld raising her hand because I was going to that thing. Oh, no. And then it just posted that on someone's, like, earnest post about how much they loved their grandma. Great. <laughs> I was like, this looks weird. Oh, <laughs> actually, that's not as bad. I was, I was expecting, like, who's all in? Like, woo, yeah. we're doing Elaine gift dance. And then it's like, I just lost my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could have been bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I also did the other day accidentally send you, Andrew, a Snapchat that I did not mean for you. Yes, that was entertaining, <laughs> I'll, I'll say. Well, what happened was, and here's here's where it gets real bad, I was trying to send it to my girlfriend, Casey. 
what the fuck? It was nothing. It was an. I mean, it was innocuous. Yeah. Snap, I think you would have sent me a separate message somewhere else to say don't look <laughs> if it was really bad. Yeah, and I would have followed those instructions. <laughs> yeah, but it was like you. You just have. You're like on my list. You were like right next to the send button. So mm. I hit Casey. Oh, and I, I hate when that happens. Oh, when it was also met- weird because it was part two of a of a two part story, and you yeah, only I, got part two. I could tell that was part of a continuing narrative. <laughs> yeah, I did. Like you then sent me a second video explaining, explaining what, what that was and what you missed. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, are wow. we are we good? We um, talked. I think, I think we good. talked yeah. about everything. <laughs> this is a long episode. Oh, sure. is this long? Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> guys. Fine. I didn't know this. Whoopsie! Listen, I th- I feel like I brought that energy as much we, as anyone else did. Yeah, we went off on a lot of different places. Yeah, we went on some tangents. I mean, when, today. when you start with eating pussy, I mean, you you only can go crazier from there on. I also feel like our guest episodes go longer. That's true. Guest well, episodes. Guest Palooza. Yeah, guest Palooza. There's a lot of long episodes. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Uh, all right, so you can find me on some other shows, such as Nothing New, a remake podcast. Which is uh, me and Justin Kizan. We talk about remakes every month. Bandunetwork.com slash nothing new. And uh, it's on my list. It's on my list. Pod.com. Uh, every month, me and, me and a group, we get together and we talk about movies that people say you should say. And we try they and mix say it you up. you should say. That you should say. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> you should say. You know what I'm saying. One ticket, please, and go see them. Is this an episode of it of what you should say? Is this moment right here? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, so go check that out. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. Cole, say yours again. All I know right. you said them so, at the top. Yeah, so I'm Cole from that Ready, Say, Geek podcast on the Geek Say What network. I uh, am part of an introductory podcast where we take geek topics and we go over them introductory with you with JPG and Alex. She is the host of that show. I'm also the host of Saturday Night Geek on Twitch, part of the Geek Say What network as well, aka I'm part of the Geek Say What network. Uh, You can find me on almost every social media as Emerald Knight 86 um, night with a K. I don't know why that's been confusing, but I've had some people go like, I can't find you. I'm like, no, K. It's a Green Lantern joke, but I couldn't do Green Lantern because everyone took Green Lantern. I don't want to be Green Lantern 2356455. So it's Emerald Knight 86. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Very Cool Emily. Also, Twitch, I stream there sometimes. It's kind of winding down as more podcast projects heat up, but uh, twitch.tv slash Very Cool Emily for those. Uh, I will actually at the start of next month, I can announce I will be debuting a new podcast with Justin keys on from nothing new called go, go Godzilla, where Justin and I, uh, are going to take y'all on a journey through, uh, the Godzilla film franchise. That's exciting. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited for that one. We've been kind of working on it for a while and, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a little different from our last show, Ben Beyond Spielberg. It's going to be a little more polished and nothing like this. I'm going to make this promise. And this is a bold promise for me to make. I was going to say. I'm in the entire run of this show, Go Go Godzilla. I will not talk about eating pussy even once. But I don't what believe if it's that. It's part of the plot. <laughs> it's not part of the plot. No, Mothra is definitely an eating pussy reference. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to resist. <laughs> now, sh- uh, uh, let's reveal yeah. what our guest has chosen to pair with Minute 34. Oh, can I also say uh, it's Justin Keys on and uh, I, I, Vic Perfecto is usually the stage name used for things. Um, mm. I I wasn't sure if he was going to be part of the podcast, but we booked him. We booked Vic, so he's part of it as well. That's exciting. I didn't want to leave yeah. that out. Uh, so our guest 
for minute 34 has chosen the film. We know this one, don't we? Kazam. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> Kazam? Yeah. Are we not announcing who the guest is? We haven't before. Why start now? Well, Wait. because there's a significance to us talking about Kazam with this guest, I would say. <laughs> yes. Like Shaquille O'Neal Kazam. Yeah. yeah. With the boombox. Yeah. Yeah. And the genie. Yeah. A movie that I have gone on record and saying we should be doing instead of Dunstan. Oh my oh, god, ha- did you? <laughs> yeah. Kazam is so good. Yeah, that I mean, good. that movie. would have been a good one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because Kazam fucking holds up and Dunstan doesn't. Can we have, can we do just it? minute 34 starts the Kazam Dunstan checks men is just Kazam minute now. <laughs> <laughs> From minute I'm 34 on. That. Do you do you own Kazam? Uh, I don't, but I you know, there are ways to watch I it. I own it because <laughs> of the last time we watched it. <laughs> Oh man, I used to watch that movie all the time as a I'll kid. I'll try to let you know when I'm watching it. Please. If you want to join in, I fucking love Kazam. Kazam rules, uh, and I so, have seen it recent enough that I can say it holds up, unlike Dunstan Jackson. Yeah, I, that'll be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, so what's our what's our? You should review us. You should review and rate us on <laughs> i iPod on Apple on iPod, iPod. on Apple Podcast. That's the one on iPod. There it is on Apple Podcast is what the man wants me to call it. Yeah. And by which I mean WWE wrestler Becky Lynch, who goes by the man as a nickname. Uh-huh. She has contacted me multiple times and said, "Yeah, you should, you should really call it Apple Podcasts." Yeah. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Here's what you do: five stars, and then in the text of the review, fuck talking about the show. Forget that. Talk about instead your feelings. Oh, you know what? This That's... is an open discussion. Just talk about your feelings. It doesn't have to be anything deep. It could just be, hey, I'm eating pie right now. Real pie, not euphemism pie. What? No. Eat pie is sometimes a euphemism for eating. For um, Emily kinda, has kinda, something kinda on your mind. Just be grateful you didn't get that stuff. That's all that matters. <laughs> I never knew that one. You've never heard. You've never heard The Rock sing a song about how much he likes pie. The Rock. Yeah. Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. The Rock Johnson. Yeah. Sing a song during a feud with John Cena uh, before WrestleMania 28. I want to say their first feud. He referred to himself as the something something pie eating champion because he was alluding to the fact that he likes to. To be fair, perform when I first heard that song, I thought he just liked pie. I. I mean, it's one well, of those things where shattered. if, you know, if, if, uh, if the TV ratings board asks, <laughs> he just likes eating pie. Yeah. But we know what he means. All right. All right. Good. Sometimes, do you, okay. Good for the rock. How, how gross do you want me to explain this? I don't need an explanation. Sometimes but... they call it a hair pie. Oh! There it is. There uh, it is. Get now that I've heard out of this before. shit. That's uh. what I've heard. And I forgot. Thanks. This is a bad episode. I'm Thanks. sorry. Thanks for listening. I'm sorry, Cole, for being here for this one. I just, I just want to point out for I'd everyone like to listening. Apologize to our everyone. Podcasts are. Not, I have yeah, not Cole liked this on this energy. <laughs> we, we normally clean well, podcast on the re- on the geeks here. What? Can I ask you? This is a real thing. I want you to do. Okay. I want you to warn people in this episode description. Oh, for God's sake. Okay, fine. Cole is on, and then we talk about. Eating pussy. <laughs> That's not necessarily a bad reputation for you to have as a straight man. <laughs> but was it good? That <laughs> is well, all that matters. Oh. Fair. Like, yeah, he eats all the time, but dear God, all the teeth. Okay. This has been a great episode. Thanks for listening if you made it this far. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, I've let you down. We're checking out, and we're going to burn down the Majestic Hotel. <laughs> uh, but next week, we'll rebuild uh, and see them. 
Bye. Sorry. <laughs>